Today is Wednesday, June 15th, 2022. This is the Link NKY Daily Headlines Podcast. I'm Matt Spalding, and these are the stories we're following today. Bashir selects NKU Law Professor for Medical Cannabis Committee, reported on by Mark Payne. Governor Andy Bashir issued an executive order Tuesday to form a 17-member Medical Marijuana Advisory Committee, which will provide feedback on cannabis for Kentuckians suffering from chronic medical conditions. The committee includes members with relevant experience regarding drug use, including opioid use disorder and addiction. He also chose those familiar with advocating for medical marijuana, along with law enforcement and those in the field of criminal justice. Polling suggests 90% of Kentucky adults support legalizing medical cannabis, while at the same time, far too many in our state who could benefit from it are suffering, Bashir said in a news release. It is simply time that something more is done. I want to make sure every voice is heard as I am weighing executive action that could provide access to medical cannabis in the Commonwealth. Among those included is Alex Crete, who created the Chase Center on Addiction Law and Policy in 2020 at the Chase College of Law at Northern Kentucky University. He is an expert on illegal drugs and marijuana law and was on the San Diego Medical Marijuana Task Force. Representative Rachel Roberts, a Democrat from Newport who introduced comprehensive cannabis legislation this past General Assembly session that would have fully legalized the drug and expunged marijuana criminal records, said Crete is an important addition to the committee. One area of pushback that pro-cannabis legislators get is that marijuana is illegal at the federal level, Roberts said. Having somebody with Crete's level of experience will help the state navigate the legality of it. Roberts' legislation failed to get a committee hearing this session. Another medical marijuana bill passed through the House only to die in the Senate, where it also didn't get a committee hearing. House Bill 136 would have been the most restrictive medical cannabis bill in the United States, Roberts said in March. The bill wouldn't allow users to smoke the flower, for example. Another bill introduced by a Northern Kentucky legislator passed the legislature, one sponsored by Representative Kim Mosier, a Republican from Taylor Mill. While Bashir vetoed parts of the bill, House Bill 604 saw a new Kentucky Revised Statute 164 created to allow for the creation of the Kentucky Center for Cannabis at the University of Kentucky. It is unclear right now if the center will have anything to do with the committee. Bashir signaled in April that he would form the committee due to the inaction of the legislature during the 2022 General Assembly. But House and Senate leadership have signaled in the past that they are unwilling to budge on medical cannabis, while neither House Speaker David Osborne, a Republican from Prospect, nor Senate President Robert Stivers, a Republican from Manchester, responded to requests for comment, they have said that they don't think Bashir can issue an executive order. For more on this story and to view the rest of the committee members, please visit linknky.com. Cold Spring Woman Battling Breast Cancer Hits $103,000 Kentucky Lottery Jackpot, reported on by Link and KY staff. A Cold Spring woman had a very good weekend during a period in her life that has been challenging. The Kentucky Lottery announced Tuesday that the woman, who asked to remain anonymous, was in disbelief after winning more than $103,000 in the lottery's instant play game online. The lucky event followed a recent diagnosis of breast cancer for the woman who will have her last chemotherapy treatment this week, lottery officials said. The Kentucky Lottery had issued $10 in bonus bucks from a promotion into the woman's account when she decided to wager $3 on the Celtic Coins jackpot instant play game. Moments later, a message popped up on her screen indicating she had won the $103,700.78 jackpot. 
She and her husband looked at the screen for several minutes, even taking a screenshot, having a difficult time comprehending what had just happened. I really didn't believe it, she told lottery officials. I kind of blew it off. It was late, and I told my husband I was going to bed. I believed it instantly, her husband said. His wife, on the other hand, was having a hard time comprehending the win. Even after receiving an email from the Kentucky Lottery, she was still unsure. Her husband made several attempts over the weekend to convince her it was real, but she was still skeptical. It wasn't until they arrived at the lottery headquarters in Louisville on Monday and had the check in hand that it really sank in. She received a check for $73,627.55 after taxes. The couple said winning the lottery has brought them some good news and the extra money will help with medical bills and a much-needed vacation. Charles Summy, longtime Kenton County Commissioner, dies. Reported on by Michael Monks. Longtime Kenton County Commissioner Charles Charlie Summy died Sunday. The 94-year-old also served one term in the Kentucky House of Representatives. Summy was born in Covington in 1927 and resided in the same Fort Mitchell home for 61 years, according to his obituary. In 1960, Summy won his seat in the State House, and then in 1962, ran for and won a seat on the Kenton County Fiscal Court. He would serve as a commissioner for 32 years. I was always impressed by Mr. Summy's calm and kindness to those around, Kenton County Judge Executive Chris Knockleman said in a Facebook post. He and his wife have left an amazing legacy of family, faith, and community service, something all of us in Kenton County can be grateful for and aspire to emulate. Peace to all who loved him. Summy married his wife Jane in 1961. Together, they had 10 children, 40 grandchildren, and 3 great-grandchildren. Jane died in 2020. A visitation for Summy is scheduled for Friday at Blessed Sacrament Church in Fort Mitchell from 8 to 11. Burial will follow. Memorial contributions can be made to Covington Catholic High School in care of the Charles and Jane Summy Memorial Scholarship or to LC Pastoral Services Care of Father Matthew Summy, LC, Legions of Christ, 8162, Chestershire Drive, Cincinnati, Ohio, 45241. Covington Intersection closed for next nine days to replace brick pavers, reported on by Kenton Hornbeck. Cincinnati-based Pruss Construction is in the process of replacing the deteriorating brick pavers at the intersection of Madison Avenue and Martin Luther King Jr. Boulevard, 12th Street. Construction began on Monday to replace the brick pavers with concrete. The $217,365 project will shut down traffic at the intersection for about nine more days. The new concrete will be colored to match the color of the brick. Signage has been put up in the area to notify motorists. The intersection is one of the busiest in Covington, according to maps from the Kentucky Transportation Cabinet. On average of 14,300 vehicles a day drive on Madison near that intersection, and 14,717 vehicles drive on MLK Boulevard. The work area is limited to the area located in between the crosswalks on the stretch across Madison Avenue and MLK Boulevard. The brick driving surface on Madison Avenue between 11th Street and MLK Boulevard will be left as it is for now, as will the one-block area of MLK Boulevard between Scott Boulevard and Madison Avenue. Northbound traffic on Madison will be directed to 13th Street and then Greenup, while southbound traffic will be directed to 11th and then Scott Boulevard. Eastbound traffic on MLK Boulevard will be diverted to Russell Street, and westbound MLK Boulevard traffic that comes from Scott Boulevard will continue on Scott Street. The brick began to immediately pop loose and break since it was first installed about 12 years ago. This created a difficult scenario for maintenance crews and a hazardous roadway for motorists. Covington Public Works Director Chris Wainford described the crumbling brick pavement as, quote, a maintenance nightmare. The Covington Public Works crew was constantly replacing the loose and broken bricks. In some instances, replacement bricks could not be found in the open market. 
This caused maintenance crews to fill the holes with asphalt, defeating the artistic purpose of the decorative brick facade. Heavy rains and the freeze-thaw cycle throughout the winter months have contributed towards the degradation of the brick. In late May, the Covington Board of Commissioners voted to sign a contract with Press Construction to take on the project. The contract was worth $217,365. And those are the headlines we're following for Wednesday, June 15th, 2022. The Link NKY Daily Headlines podcast and all Link NKY podcasts are available through Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and LinkNKY.com. Feel free to subscribe and tell a friend. And for more on today's headlines and to see what else is happening in Northern Kentucky, please visit LinkNKY.com.